You're tuned into tomorrow. Right here on the Advanced Media Network. This Into Tomorrow podcast is hosted by our partner, Blueberry Podcasting. We couldn't be happier with their service. You can get 30 days of podcast hosting free by simply visiting their website at blueberry.com. That's like a blueberry without the E's. So it's B-L-U-B-R-R-Y.com. Welcome Into Tomorrow with Dave Graveline, the interactive radio network program with the latest in high-tech products and services and the experts who bring them to you. This is Into Tomorrow. Here's Dave Graveline. Welcome Into Tomorrow on this happy Easter weekend. And it's the weekend of Friday, April 2nd, 2021, our 26th year on the air. From the Dexcom G6 Studios, the only continuous glucose monitor FDA permitted for kids ages two years and up. Be sure to visit D-E-X-C-O-M. Dot com. I'm Dave Graveline. I wish it could do something for my voice, but nothing has worked so far. I'm Chris Graveline. And you have a voice, so you for should now. be in the big chair, but you refuse. Yeah. Yeah, okay. But thanks for tuning in. Thanks especially when you call in and participate. And we've got two great easy ways for you to do that. What's the easiest way, and it's toll-free from anywhere in North America? Just pick up the phone. Uh, most of us are used to uh, actually using a phone to call, make phone calls these so days. So punch some digits? Punch some digits. Call uh, 800-899-INTO, which is 800-899-4686 for the mnemonically challenged. Okay. Or the brand new way, and we're getting a lot of response that way because it is so easy, on anything that has a browser. Your phone, your tablet, your laptop, your desktop, your shoe. I don't know why I keep saying your shoe, but anything that might have a browser, then what? Stop by intotomorrow.com. You'll see on the right side there's a little uh, button that says Ask Dave with a microphone. Ooh, mash that button. Mash the button. (laughs) And that'll allow you to send us an audio message there from any browser. There you go. So the more calls that you get, whether they be the web calls or 800 number calls, the less I have to use my voice where I'm not supposed to be speaking trying to heal this although i've been remaining mostly quiet except in the studio well a lot sure sure (laughs) Uh, but especially weekends with no one around nobody to talk to i can dictate to my phone a little bit but otherwise mostly quiet and it hasn't helped so you tell me we've got to figure out a way to solve this problem anyway some tech news and commentary and then of course we will get to your calls several of which we do have hi there james doing oh, here hey. for the latest in consumer electronics and technology i listen to dave graveline as he brings me into tomorrow wow thank you thank and, you james or aka scotty and he really does listen from into tomorrow that's true he's gone into tomorrow exactly rest in peace there scotty right hi dave <laughs> thank you oh my goodness uh, some tech news mayhaps the organizers of mobile world congress plan to proceed with an in-person conference this summer but a growing list of companies won't be in barcelona spain for the big event Google, which tends to have a large presence through its Android business, became the latest major exhibitor to bow out of the in-person portion of Mobile World Congress. Oh. It joined Ericsson, Sony, Nokia, and Facebook, which earlier in March said that they wouldn't be heading to Barcelona. Google's departure from the in-person component of MWC deals a blow to the organizers. Oh, big time. They always had a huge presence every time you and I were there in Barcelona. 
the, the Google was everywhere. Yeah. Now, uh, while Google is only the latest company to sit out the Barcelona in-person show, they're saying it's uh, likely not to be the last. Wow. And this was slated for when? It's uh, going to be in, I believe, June this year. Oh, boy. You'd think that would have been enough time. So it seems to me like the biggest tech convention, heck, the only tech convention trade show that's going to take place fully in person is going to be IFA in Berlin in September. And we'll be there if they let us in. Well, A, if the country, our country lets us out, and then if the European Union lets us in. Hurry up and wait. CEOs Mark Zuckerberg of Facebook, clown, um, Sundar Pichai of Alphabet Google, and Jack, I'm trying to be a hippie Dorsey of Twitter, appeared virtually at a House Energy and Commerce Committee hearing last week to sort of address questions about the spread of misinformation and extremist content on their various company platforms. Committee Chair Representative Frank Pallone, a Democrat of New Jersey, has accused tech companies of doing little to stop the spread of misleading or dangerous content. So I'm wondering to our audience, do you think anything will change? Or they're just milking it for all it's worth, and nothing will happen because Congress won't really bother to do anything about it. Yeah, in fact, earlier this week, Facebook uh, removed an interview that Donald Trump did with his uh, daughter-in-law, mm-hmm. and that he did on her account. But they basically said that anything with Donald Trump's voice will be removed from the platform. Unbelievable. <laughs> Just unbelievable. And yet they continue to have other stuff. You know, the Ayatollah in Iran can continue to say death to America and Israel and so forth. Well, that's not a problem. Well, that's a flat out threat. What do you mean? And oh, it's okay. He's allowed to continue to tweet because Jack trying to be a hippie idiot Dorsey has no clue. Watch, I'm going to be banned from all of them now, too. So if you don't see me, you'll know why. But if you if I'm still there, follow me at Dave Graveline. Everywhere. Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Parler, wherever. MySpace or... Uh, MySpace. <laughs> You're still on MySpace. I don't know. Was I, I, I ever on MySpace? I don't know. I don't know. I don't even know how to log into MySpace anymore. <laughs> oh, great. I think you go to MySpace.com and... Yeah, well, I wouldn't. I would have no idea what my login info is, and I probably don't even use whatever email address I had oh, when I signed up for MySpace because that true. may have even been before I had my my email with, address with the show. Ah, good point. It was so long ago. Yeah. After years of delays, Verizon says that it will finally shut down its three G CDMA network at the end of twenty twenty two. And they say the company means it this time. Yeah. yeah. They've been teasing that for how long? <laughs> yeah. Verizon initially targeted 2021 for the shutdown and later revised it with a more ambitious goal of 2019. That didn't happen. And as recently as January of this year, the company said the plan was on hold indefinitely. Now Verizon has confirmed an official shutdown date of December 31st, 2022, and a statement that, quote, the date will not be extended again. Yeah, sure. That apparently leaves no room for ambiguity. Mm -hmm. The move won't affect anyone who has activated a phone with Verizon in the past few years, though. Uh, The company stopped activating 3G-only phones back in 2018. Interesting. So basically, if you still have a 3G phone, I mean, come on. Come on, man. Get into tomorrow and get at least a... 4G LTE phone. They're, they're cheap. You don't have to worry. You don't have to get a 5G yet. Well, I wouldn't say they're cheap. Well, no, well, they're okay. But you can probably trade in your 3G. In fact, aren't isn't Verizon letting you trade in your 3G phone and getting a, an, a less expensive, newer phone? Doesn't have to be 5G. I think so. Oh, okay. Well, we'll keep an eye. Carl in the Dakotas. Really? Both of them? 
I guess so. Three, four of them, whatever. <laughs> anyway, he's calling in using the Ask Dave button. Ah, we love it on our website. Hey, Carl, welcome into tomorrow. This uh, Ask option on the web is much better than the app. Apparently because it works. Yeah, <laughs> I would like information comparing and contrasting Tableau versus HD Home Run, costs, subscriptions, streaming remotely, etc. It'd be appreciated. Thank you. Well, it's our pleasure. Thank you, Carl. And you're right. At least mashing the button on the website does work. We've been saying Dimitri's working on the app. I think he's taking like a six-week vacation. Really upsetting. Anyway, uh, Silicon Dust's HD Home Run will cost you between $99 and $300 per box. Now, the $99 option features two tuners. There's a three-tuner option for cable subscribers for around $200, and the $300 option includes four tuners and transcoding. Now, the tuners will determine how many channels you can watch or record at the same time. So depending on your needs, you may or may not want the more expensive options. And if you want to use it as a DVR, there is a $35 yearly subscription. There's no set limit on how much you can record, but that's because it's neither a cloud service nor something included in the box itself. You need to supply network-attached storage for the DVR to use. Uh, The $35 a year unlocks the function. It doesn't provide the storage. Ah. Now, you won't be able to stream outside of your household either using the HD Home Run apps. But if you don't mind setting up a Plex server, you should be able to accomplish some remote streaming that way. Yeah. Now, there are lots of different Tableau devices, but the ones you're likely interested in are the network-attached ones rather than the ones that just attach to a TV. Those would be accessible from devices other than just a TV. You can buy Tableau devices with and without internal storage. Their least expensive network-attached version is the OTA Lite, which will cost you around $140. Their most expensive, which is the quad-tuner version with one terabyte of storage, will cost you around 240 And I tell you what, because we're fast running out of time in this segment, visit us at intotomorrow.com. Look for the show for April 2nd, Hour 1. There's your call and even more info on the website. take a lot of medicine or take care of someone that does hero is the new smart device that makes life easier by pre-sorting a 90-day supply of up to 10 different pills just pour them in and hero does the rest so easy to use and saves me so much time i never miss a dose i'm never late for a dose anymore and that is so critical to me what I like best about my Hero is that it's so easy to set up and it's so easy to use. And I don't have to worry about my pills or get distracted and forget, did I take that pill or not? Because it reminds me. It alerts and dispenses with the push of a button. Plus, Hero sends a friendly alert to you and a caregiver. Hero is amazing, but you could even live out of state with the person and still program their Hero from the convenience of your phone. I feel better than I have ever felt simply because I have this device. Try Hero risk-free for 30 days. If you don't love it, you don't keep it. Call 800-613-2715. That's 800-613-2715. 800-613-2715. Call now. Welcome back into Tomorrow. I'm Dave Graveline during our 26th year on the air, bringing you the latest gadgets and gizmos, products and services, all sorts of cool things available today 
and into tomorrow. Glad to have you with us. Even more glad when you call in and participate. And of course, the easiest way is still the old-fashioned way, and that's to call our 24-7 number anytime, toll-free from North America, 800-899-INTO, 800-899-4686, anytime. Or even better now, the new, I guess I should say, easier option is when you visit us at intotomorrow.com, look on the right-hand side, no matter what you're using to access our website, your phone, your tablet, your laptop, your desktop, whatever, you'll see a little Ask Dave microphone red button. You can click that and ask a question, help another listener, share some tech rage, share your favorite app and why, whatever the case, but talk to the studio that way, and we'd love those calls as well. Our next guest is with a company on a mission to improve your bathroom experience with connected gadgets. That got our attention. The CEO of a company called Barracuda, who, as it turns out, was with us many years ago. Glad to have him back. Thomas Serval. Thomas, welcome back into tomorrow. How are you? Thank you. It's a, it's a pleasure to have you with us as well. Tell me first again about uh, Barracuda. Remind me of the company. So Barracuda is a pioneer in what was called in the early days M2M, so connected gadgets. We have been developing and designing those devices. And over the last seven years, we focused on prevention and healthcare. We call it Delhi Health Tech. So inventing uh, under the name Colibri, the first connected toothbrush 2014, uh, and a couple of connected mirrors, but also connected scale. So really try to reinvent your everyday devices, adding uh, some prevention and, and gadgets that will make you uh, be healthier. Well, see, now I'm remembering when we had you on many years ago, as you've reminded me before we went on the air, that uh, the connected toothbrush, I think, was one of the things we talked about. And it's uh, it's very clever. And and for years now, you guys have been doing these uh, uh, health care products and things to just kind of help us out uh, in the bathroom, as we say, because it's where we're brushing our teeth and doing our things. And you had a mirror previously, but now you've got uh, kind of a new version of a mirror. Yeah, exactly. It's actually our third years in a row where we got an award at CS for our connected mirrors. Three years ago, it was really about uh, you know the nicest and largest mirror you can invent. Obviously, it was for a few. Last year, it was more mirror for uh, retail stores or pharmacies. And we had a lot of customers that said, I want this at my home. So this year, we are very proud to introduce Themis, which is the first mirror that is has all the features of the bigger ones, but is connected and affordable for the mass market. So Tamus uh, and these other mirrors aren't just for you to see yourself and do a little priming or something, right? It's it's a, a health reason. Yeah, absolutely. It's actually a platform, so it's it's going beyond the mirror. We are we have created a, an operating system we call it KOS, which is all about connecting your devices in your bathroom and taking care of you. So the mirror is a, a window to your health. Uh, it uh, obviously provides you a, a nice reflection of yourself, but also gives you augmented reality tips. So if you don't know how to put up makeup or put a cream, uh, but it, it can also do a lot of new new things such as diagnosing your skin or checking your temperature, teaching you how to relax and meditate. So think about having all the benefits of the digital experience that you have on your phone in the bathroom with a safe and secured environment because in your bathroom you want to be uh, fully private, and oh, that's actually sure. out of the proposal. Well, so not only is it a reflection of you, but it's a reflection, I guess, of your health 
as well. And a reflection of, as you mentioned, some tips, whether it be applying makeup or, or uh, skin cream or something of that nature. Uh, I think that's pretty clever and a good reflection all the way around, no? Yeah, well, we, we think there's no better place to uh, uh, do preventive health care than in the bathroom. You know, if you look at what's happening with the COVID and all those diseases out there, it's, you don't want to uh, go to a hospital or to waiting room of a doctor. So if you can avoid most of the disease by just having a, a nice hygiene, and, and you know, we are, we've learned that 90% of all diseases in the world would disappear if everybody was washing their hands seven times a day. So seven times. Hygiene tips and reminding you to make it nice and fun. The same way you need to brush your teeth, you need to clean your face. Uh, those are easy and uh, affordable to anyone. Uh, just need to be reminded at the right time, at the right moment. And this is uh, what uh, the old mirror is all about. So does this connected mirror then, Thomas, uh, know when we're in front of it and then gives us some of these tips or reminders or, you know, time to brush your teeth or time to wash your hands for the seventh time or something like that? So the mirror is a, uh, is a platform. So it runs an operating system on which you have many apps. So Part of the operating system is uh, knowing who you are and making sure it's you. So we have facial recognition. If it's not you, there will, there will be no chance we'll have access to any of the data. Oh. But even as an individual, if my wife is next to me, then uh, my weight information won't be displayed because I don't want to have her know how much I weight. So we take <laughs> privacy very seriously. So it recognizes you, recognizes whether it's safe for you to have a conversation with a mirror. So you can speak with the mirror, it's uh, voice recognition. You can interface with the mirror uh, with your hands, touchless, because you don't want to get the mirror dirty or your hands busy while you are doing all the other things. Right. And the mirror right. uh, can run many apps. And so you just listed a few of them, uh, you know, checking whether you brush your teeth or uh, showing you how to apply makeup or, or, skin, or skin creams. So the number of applications are unlimited. Uh, what we are trying to do is uh, provide the brands and uh, all the people who have great content, the tools to create unique experience in the bathroom by providing the first digital device that is fully open, but also private to the user. And uh, I'm glad you're stressing the privacy concerns because I'm, I'm hearing in my uh, in my head our audience saying, what? Wait a minute. It's going to recognize me. Uh, so there's a camera, no doubt. Where's that going? I'm assuming that you guys don't see those images. No, it's actually true. Um, you know, we are coming out, you know, the Barclay company comes from France where privacy is the utmost importance. You want to keep your life very private. So uh, whatever happens in the bathroom stays in the bathroom. It's actually the uh, uh, motto of uh, the KOS operating system. So no data goes outside of the mirror, uh, your pictures and everything, unless you have a double approval on the mirror while you are doing what you want. And then we have another check uh, on your phone later on after the day, because if you have a picture of your mole and you think it's probably uh, dangerous, you want to show it to your dermatologist, you will have access to those data, but you need to have another uh, confirmation that you are ready to share it. Okay. And we implement even the California privacy laws in Europe called uh, EPR, uh, which also give the user the right to clear and erase any data related to, to them uh, at their will. And, and uh, the mirror takes care of all this uh, housekeeping that is of uh, the utmost importance if you want to trust the device. Oh, for sure. I like how you can talk to it as well. Now, what would be a couple of examples of talking to it? Are we are we just asking for tips or hints or general information, or uh, is it like a smart speaker? 
the idea behind uh, the mirror is to make it invisible, uh, meaning it needs to be an aid, an assistant to your everyday routine. You know, in the, in the morning, you are a little bit in a rush, so you don't want the mirror to interfere with anything you have to do quick and, and fast. So uh, we try to get the interface, so voice or touch, as uh, seamless as possible. So it's mostly intent-driven. If the mirrors discover that you are taking your toothbrush, it means you're going to start brushing, mm-hmm. then they will launch an app about brushing your teeth. Uh, but if you want to, for instance, uh, start a shower and put it at the right temperature, then you can talk to the mirror because you don't want to uh, waste time going onto your shower and, and get the temperature at the right temperature. And we interface with uh, more than 30 devices in the bathroom that can uh, take the voice command from the mirror and put the right temperature in your uh, bathtub or in your shower. So oh. typically, we, we try to add voice as uh, a way to simplify people's life, not to replace any smart speaker because you already have plenty of them in your home. I can imagine perhaps uh, several spouses might like to think, can you tell the mirror to put the seat down on the toilet? Uh, perhaps that would be something for the next version. We're chatting with Tomas Serval from Barracoda. He's the CEO of this company on a mission to improve your bathroom experience with all sorts of connected devices. We're going to take a quick break and come right back as Into Tomorrow continues. Now you can make your home look great and save money. Right now, when you call Renewal by Anderson, you can buy four windows and get the fifth one free. Plus, you get 12 months with no interest, no money down, and no payments. Upgrade your home. Buy four windows and get the fifth one free. Installation and warranty are even included. And the Renewal by Anderson certified retailers take every safety precaution to protect you and your family. Pay for 25 years. People have trusted Renewal by Anderson for their window replacement needs, and you can too. So call right now. Don't wait. Learn how to get your free window when you buy four. 800-296-1440. 800-296-1440. Again, that's 800-296-1440. Interest accrues from date of purchase, but is waived if paid in full within 12 months. Other conditions apply. We've adjusted our operations to serve you safely following all CDC guidelines. Visit RenewalByAnderson.com for details. Welcome back into tomorrow. You don't want to miss the video of all of our guest interviews and especially this one where we're showing you this very cool new connected mirror from Barracoda. We're talking with the CEO, Thomas Serval. Uh, is this uh, uh, Tamos mirror available now and at what cost in U.S. dollars? And by the way, I'm assuming, are you joining us from France? Yes, I'm joining you from France. I used to be a New Yorker, but... Uh... The current health situation is uh, makes me go back to R and D, and so we are in France doing uh, the R and D and the privacy implementation. Oh, very good. Uh, but uh, so the mirror is going to be available at the end of the year, early next year, uh, for retail price uh, around because it depends on our partners of around four hundred dollars. Uh, it might be bundled with coaching subscriptions, so you might have a mirror even for a cheaper price if you want to get. Uh, uh, a subscription to uh, monitor your health or uh, check your weight. So there will be uh, plenty of services associated with the mirror. We we are uh, at the moment the, the first connected device that will be a fixed device safe in your bathroom. 
and uh, there are plenty of new applications that will be coming on the platform. Would there, does it serve up uh, advertising at all? Or maybe is that even an option for people if they want to spend less for the mirror? Maybe you have a little a small ad that pops up occasionally or something of that nature. Is that something you're considering? So we take uh, uh, the privacy of our user uh, of the iOS experience, of the uh, iOS importance. So uh, we are not uh, using any of the data we collect on our user to do advertising or anything. However, brands can develop uh, apps and, uh, and brands are developing apps to uh, provide new services uh, based on their expertise, whether it's a skincare brand, et cetera, that can help diagnose. And if the customer trusts the brand, obviously there can be some advertising or proposal we try to position the mirror mostly as an advisor. So after the diagnosis of your skin or of your health, then we will tell you which are the best creams to, that fits your, your bill, and then you will be allowed to buy them. But uh, for now, we are not uh, implementing any uh, ad serving or any ads on the mirror. Uh, you yeah. want to keep the, the bathroom safe sure. and, and, uh, and quiet so that you can really relax. Okay, gotcha. And of course, one option might be the Into Tomorrow app somehow. So you can say, uh, play the Into Tomorrow show. I want to hear the interview with Thomas. Absolutely. <laughs> that, that's not advertising. This is actually uh, information. Sure. So obviously, yes. Okay. Now, so we talked about it being about around 400 US dollars. Uh, what about availability? So end of the year, um, as you know, the manufacturing, those times are a little complicated. So I would say Q4 or early Q1. Uh, we try to be the air for Christmas, uh, but uh, early Q1 at the latest. It does make a, a, a perfect Christmas gift, so it's, it's kind of a good way to approach it as well, uh, especially if you're concerned about uh, your health, and you should be, and, and tips might be great for uh, for your parents or grandparents. Is there a particular demographic that you're going after, or is it for people of all ages? So we, we actually are uh, working with a couple of partners on different ways to use the mirrors. One of the target group will be uh, women, sparing mother from uh, 25 to uh, 45, where um, we have implemented an app that works very well about women health. Uh, so to look at uh, your ability to, to, uh, to manage your, your health as a woman. Mm -hmm. So the target group that is the most uh, important for now will be women uh, around this age uh, for makeup as well. Uh, but we do also are running some experiment with uh, in other countries, not in the US, uh, for the elderly, uh, for actually for people 65 and plus, for which the mirror will be really a health monitoring system. Uh, and uh, that can be really about fun and enjoyment, but also can track when uh, something about your health, your weight, your skin is changing, and just give you a warning that you'd better do a, a little online consultation to know what's going on. Now, for folks who have yet to see the video at intotomorrow.com to see this mirror in action, uh, those listening on the radio, for example, can you give us an idea as to how big it is, uh, preferably in feet and inches, and yes. does it is it just applied over your existing bathroom mirror, or do you have to remove that? How does that work? So... We have a big mirror that is requires you to refurbish fully your bathroom. Uh, that was a last year mirror. This year we we got the feedback that some people want the device but not want to refurbish a whole bathroom. Yeah, exactly. Ready to make the investment. So this is mostly an add-on mirror. I, I call it like a barber mirror or a makeup mirror. So the the size is uh, around ten inches. So you have your full face, but you won't see your full body. It's okay. actually meant to keep uh, all the private parts private. Um, and uh, so 10 inches 
uh, it will have articulated arms so you can uh, have it at the right uh, eight for you. Uh, I didn't mention, but you can switch off manually the camera. So if you don't even feel comfortable with the camera in your bathroom, you can turn it off manually. And so you're sure there is no data. And uh, we'll, it, it's going to be uh, white, but it might come in different colors uh, depending on uh, uh, the... Um, your your furniture and, and your furnitures and the way you want to decorate your, your bathroom. Sure, the sure. consumer interest, and that's good because marketing is obviously very important. And the fact that you described it as kind of an articulating mirror, it sounds like uh, most guys can relate to uh, a mirror you might use in your bathroom for shaving, where you can exactly. just, uh, or, or anybody for that matter, would, would uh, relate to it, uh, whether it's lit up or otherwise, but you have this little mirror that's not huge. Uh, that's why you have the bigger bathroom mirror. Um, and be able to kind of angle it however appropriate you need. And now that does make uh, a lot more sense, I think, to a lot of people that might be listening. Um, uh, you guys are, are being always referred to as kind of leaders in the health tech industry. Uh, is this, I guess, I'm guessing one of the main reasons why folks are looking at you and you are receiving so many awards for uh, your leadership in this business? Well, uh, we've been very successful in our previous business in the toothbrush, with a toothbrush. Uh, and uh, we actually set up the trend. If you go to a CES, now you will have 100 vendors of toothbrushes. So actually, yeah. we were lucky in being able to predict what was going to happen. And, and the global vision we have is um, the way health is going to happen and be uh, in, in developed countries will be mostly about prevention because the cost of health is going exp- growing exponentially. So if you can't prevent the most common diseases, there will be no financial uh, balance to the overall system. So prevention becoming the most important thing. We think the bathroom is the best place to do it. And uh, our data have shown, especially with uh, uh, toothbrushes we have deployed, uh, because we have hundreds of thousands of them, that uh, bringing a screen or your phone in the bathroom is a very big pain point for the user. Uh, They they fear about getting it wet. It's actually cost lot of dollars or uh, your hands are busy and dirty and every connected device out there is asking you to download another app mm. so uh, <laughs> the devices are asking for you to bring your more your phone and you don't want to do it so the mirror seems to be the next big thing after the uh the, the toothbrush and um, with this vision we try to make as many devices connected to each other so with the KOS protocol we have no scales we have no uh toothbrushes. Uh, we have also heart monitoring systems. We have uh, temperature, pollution detectors, showers. We believe the connected bathroom will be the place for health, and we believe the connected bathroom is unavoidable. And it happens to be not that false for now. And uh, I, I, if we look at what's happening in Asia, where the market is even more active, mm. this is uh, happening. So being the first is a way to be the leader. Uh, in the category, and we have a little bit of head, a little bit of head, but uh, competition is tough, and it is exciting. Oh, for sure, and I think the connected bathroom is certainly bringing us further into tomorrow, if you will, because not only are we talking about our health, but all the various things that you discussed, uh, and then some. Um, you know, I, I can only imagine what your research and development team is working on uh, to bring even more cool connected products to help us. Yeah, you have to wait for our next CS, but uh, yeah. uh, we see an acceleration of what you can do with a combination of uh, data and AI. Every year comes with uh, new new sensors and so new capabilities. 
And we see this uh, act even accelerated with the COVID situation where mm -hmm. people are really taking their health and the health of their family uh, very, very seriously now. Got you. Well, uh, we shouldn't wait until just CES. We should see you in Berlin at IFA in September, especially if you're still in France. It's just a little short trip for you. And, yeah. uh, and we plan to be there. It'll be a very in-person event again. Uh, it'll be our 18th year broadcasting from IFA. So look into that and maybe we can get you on the show again there and, and see this new mirror. So be sure and stay in touch. Let us know when it is available. We'll push for you for Q4. So again, it's in time for the holidays. And we thank you for spending a few minutes with us. Thank you very much, Dave. It was a real pleasure. It's our pleasure as well. Thomas Serval, the CEO of Barracuda, and that's the website, like Barracuda, only Barracuda, B-A-R-A-C-O-D-A.com. And of course, we'll get you there when you visit us at intotomorrow.com. I'm Dave Graveline. We'll bring you further Into Tomorrow right after this, right here on the Advanced Media Network. When you're a new podcaster, you may need a little help setting everything up. Like us at Into Tomorrow, you want a company that's there when you need them, who actually picks up the phone when you call. That's Blueberry Podcasting. Call 1-877-729-8642 or visit Blueberry.com. That's B-L-U-B-R-R-Y dot com. Scotty here, Dave. Let's go into tomorrow. And you did. Thank you, James. Scotty Duhan. I am Dave Graveline. Welcome back into tomorrow in our 26th year on the air. This portion of Into Tomorrow is brought to you in part by HughesNet, high-speed satellite internet available wherever you live or work. Text RADIO to 35000. Again, text the word RADIO to 35000. Who was that saying that? I don't know. Jump aboard the time machine. You've got mail. Time to head into yesterday with This Week in Tech History. 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 Here's Chris. I hope my vocal cords are not history. 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 This week in 1959, NASA announced the selection of the United States' first seven astronauts. Oh, man, I am so excited. I may vomit. The news media quickly dubbed them the Mercury 7. The Mercury 7 created a new profession in the U.S. and established the image of the American astronaut for decades to come. In 1965, this week, Intelsat 1 was launched from Cape Canaveral in Florida. This was the first commercial communication satellite to be placed in geosynchronous orbit. The satellite was nicknamed Early Bird after the adage, the early bird catches the worm. Ah, and it did, apparently. Mm -hmm. In 1975 this week, childhood friends Bill Gates and Paul Allen decided to form a business using their skills in computer programming. Parental guidance is suggested. And so Microsoft was born. Paul Allen suggested the name Microsoft, short for microcomputer software. Eh. Yeah. Yeah. In 1981 this week, the Osborne One, the first successful portable computer, was unveiled at the West Coast Computer Fair in San Francisco. Nerd alert! It had no onboard battery and was powered by an AC plug, but it was still considered portable since it could be carried around when packed. Oh my. In 1994, Mosaic Communications Corporation, later Netscape, was founded in Mountain View, California. Its Netscape browser was once dominant, but lost to Internet Explorer and other competitors after the so-called First Browser War. Its market share falling from more than 90% in the mid-1990s to less than 1% in 2006. Affirmative. 
And this week in 2010, Apple released the first-generation iPad, which quickly became the most popular tablet computer. That's our look back at This Week in Tech History, brought to you by IFA in Berlin, the most significant trade show for consumer tech and home appliances. Get more info at ifa-berlin.com. They have the Internet on computers now. Oh, you didn't know that. Oh. Oh, That's pretty cool. And, of course, when you visit the Internet on a computer or a phone or a tablet, you can mash that little red button on the right-hand side and talk to us. It says Ask Dave, but a little red microphone thingy. But maybe you don't have to ask us anything. You might want to help another listener. Or maybe you want to share with us some tech rage. Or maybe you simply want to share with us uh, your favorite app these days and why. Whatever the case, we want to hear from you. And that way I have to talk less. And it's a good thing to do. Heidi in Erie, Pennsylvania, listens on Money Radio WPSE. Hello, Heidi. Welcome into tomorrow. I want to watch TV out on my back deck. And I haven't been able to get all of the local channels. So I'm not sure what antenna I should use or if I should just move the Roku outside that I have inside. I was actually on your show earlier and asked about cable, and I did finally cut the cable cord. Ah, good for you, Heidi. Now, any old rabbit ears type of antenna will help you. Uh, You don't need anything special to pick up your local channels outside, of course, assuming you've got a good signal. Now, if you search, you'll find plenty of antennas that promise ranges for 120 miles, 200 miles, big numbers like that. Feel free to just ignore those. Antennas are subject to what is called line-of-sight propagation. Now, what that means for you is that if you live, say, in a two-story house in a flat prairie and you put your antenna on the top floor, you may be able to reach 60 or 70 miles. Anything over that and the curvature of the earth will block out the signal anyway. It is possible to get greater ranges, but it usually involves a mast or setting up, for example, at the peak of a mountain. Yeah, now, for what you're looking for, basically any basic cheap antenna should do the trick. And you won't really benefit by getting any of those that advertise crazy ranges. If you can mount it higher, that'll probably help you out a little bit as it will help the signal clear obstacles. But you probably don't need to do that in a place like Erie that is pretty densely populated and probably a target for local broadcasters. Now, just get a, a simple regular antenna without any gimmicks. Or if you get one of the ones that make crazy claims, don't expect that you will actually be able to pick up Cleveland channels <laughs> just because it happens to be in range of their claims. Yeah. Now, there's a great site that I came across, uh, nocable.org. You can put in your address, and it will tell you which local stations in your area and if you'll be able to pick them up with the antenna. It's got four different categories for the stations. Likely to receive, 50-50 to receive, challenging to receive, and don't even try. <laughs> That's one of the categories. Yes. It's like, yeah, that, that station's on the air and available, but ain't going to happen. Yeah. So there you go. Heidi, let us know if what information we provided helps you out and what works best for you so that you can watch TV while you listen to the radio, of course, all the way into tomorrow.com. Amid an ongoing pandemic, political transition, market volatility, and economic uncertainties in the U.S. and abroad, staying on track financially is a challenging task right now. Alex Gonzalez is a wealth manager and financial planning expert. Alex, what is the difference between building wealth and merely preserving it? 
individuals focused on growth are really looking into the future with certain goals in mind. Then you have those that are focused more on preserving their wealth. In preserving assets, you're really focused on maintaining your purchasing power. You want your dollar tomorrow to be worth as much as it is today. Is now the time to be aggressive or to play it safe? We recommend a long-term balanced approach that allows for reasonable appreciation combined with some downside protection. There's a lot of emotion tied to money in the markets, and you've got to have a plan. You've got to keep long-term, execute, and stick to what is important. For more information, you can reach out to regions.com slash wealth management. We're happy to address these questions and, and a lot more in terms of financial planning. Welcome back into tomorrow and a very happy Easter weekend to all. I'm Dave Graveline. I'm Chris Graveline. This portion of Into Tomorrow is brought to you in part by Blueberry Podcasting. Starting your own podcast is easy. Just go to Blueberry.com and get your free trial. That's Blueberry without the E's, B-L-U-B-R-R-Y.com. You know, we've been doing podcasting since long before it was ever even called podcasting. That started up about 16 years ago, give or take a couple of months. And we've been on the air for 26 years, so like 10 years prior to that, we were still archiving our shows for free for our audience who couldn't hear all three hours. And if you're old like me, you remember real audio, and that's how we used to (laughs) to save our shows on the website. Yeah, I'm old like you. Yeah, you're older. Yeah, Yeah. well, we don't have to push that. Hey, did you know when you call in and participate or use our brand new web app, calling ability, which is mash that little red button when you visit intotomorrow.com. It's off to the right. Can't miss it. You can participate that way. Couldn't be easier. You win prizes when your call gets on the air. And if you would like any of the particular prizes we're about to mention, no promises, no guarantees, uh, compliments of our legal department, but do tell us when you call in or record and send that message via the web. We'll do our best to get that item to you. For example, you might want from Infinicore, Wally Grip Detachable Wallet Grip and Stand for your smartphone. Or from Puro Sound Labs, we've got wireless noise-canceling headphones for kids. Ah, there's also from Love Handle, get some custom Into Tomorrow smartphone grips. Now, you definitely want... One of Dave's love handles. Yes. Yeah. Or SanDisk has provided a couple of ultra dual drives. These are reversible traditional and Type-C USB drives. Ah. Oh, do you have some tech rage? I do, which is also why on my desk I have a pet peanut. Mm-hmm. So we've got some of those to, to share with you. It's a fun new way to manage your tech rage. And you actually, it comes with adoption papers and everything. You yes. know, you remember the pet rock? This is something you can actually throw at someone and not cause injury. And I have. And squeeze, unlike you can do with a rock. So there you go. And, of course, because it's tax time and we uh, have been given uh, some uh, extra time by the IRS, even though some of us have already filed. Yeah, but um, don't wait just because you have a little extra time. Get it? Get her done. We've got some online codes from TurboTax, good for any of their products, so you can file your income tax fast and easily. Yeah. So if you want any of those items, when you join us, when we get to hear you... Tell us what you'd prefer. Mention two or three of the items, and we always list them, by the way, in our tech newsletter every week, which I'm sure you get. If you don't, then just hit us up at intotomorrow.com, put your email address in the little box that pops up, and then the subsequent email confirms that you want to receive it. It's once a week. It's free. Easy to unsubscribe, though fortunately nobody ever does. Again, visit us at intotomorrow.com. 